podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Hi everyone and welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. My name's Ross McLeod and I'm your host for tonight's Survivor Series preview. We hope you've watched Raw and Smackdown this week because it's a very, very different card now. <laughs> uh, and what will be a busy few weeks for us, we'd love it if you could follow us and join the conversation on our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We are at, at Suplex Retweet on all of them. There you'll find our sweepstake predictions, live tweets on pay-per-view, live reactions, results, some photos from Scotland's top indie shows. Over the past few weeks we've been lucky enough to go to PBW, Reckless Intent, Discovery, ICW, The Lot, some of the some of the guys were at WWE the other day. Mm. Some uh, of us went to a show for half a show. <laughs> <laughs> also, there you can find links to all our shows. Please subscribe and rate us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and all good Android sites. Remember, if we are no there, it's no worth your time. Just leave the site. <laughs> there you can find interviews with Seth Rollins and The Miz by Stephen Wilson, Sugar Duncanton, which is our week's featured interview, by Kwaku and Sarah. You can find our NXT preview panel, which is already up. Go listen to it after this. Providing you with a show out of kindness, so you don't need to listen to Pat McAfee on the pre-show. <laughs> you can also find last week's quiz, where Stacey regained the ESSR world title in our Fear and Loathing quiz. Speaking of that, I'm joined by the host of last week's Fear and Loathing quiz, fresh off interviewing Dickie Divers, coming your way in the next few weeks, it's Sarah Grieve. Hi. Now Sarah, on that quiz, was there not a ginger guy, yay big, writes for Glasgow Live, Always talks about ICW. Apparently, he had it in the bag. Oh yeah. Unrelated. No, Stephen Wilson's here. How you doing, mate? Oh, I like the Survivor Series card. That was just thrown together with no thought whatsoever and no creativity. <laughs> I got. I also got told. To I, know. Okay. I didn't get best. I didn't even get a good intro. No to speak. thought and creativity explains why your girlfriend's face is always tripping her. Anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on is the Hound of Hooch. The Pug of Pints, the Labrador of Lager, and the Big Dog for Brewdog, preparing his liver for our NXT War Games party this Saturday night. It's Alan McLucas, how you doing, mate? I'm alright, mate, yeah. I'm smashing. <laughs> Stevie's <laughs> fuming in the comments. I've just recovered from that line there. <laughs> uh, Ross, are you familiar with Anaya Jax? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can I just add, it's no longer who's how Dave's going through his table on Sunday is how Ross is going through the table on Sunday. Well, you just brought him up there. He's the host event the NXT War Games Party. He's preparing to be put through our table this Saturday at Casa Hockney. <laughs> Dave's here. You're not putting me through my table. How many times do I have to say it? It's all right, Ross is going through it you... Good, right. As long as I get to do... Uh, Ladies uh, and gentlemen, if you find us on Saturday the 17th, I believe, on our Twitter page, at Suplex Retweet, you can follow along and you can also vote. How is Dave getting put through a table? <laughs> Will the leader of the Stra- What Would Strike Do movement swan Tom him through it? Will Kwaku and Derek 3D him through it? Will Alan Scott and myself powerbomb him through it? That and fruit bowls galore. <laughs> Dave's house party. You've got option four, which is none of the above, thank you very much. Dave's gonna, no! Dave's going to talk nicely to his neighbour, going, can you please take this table off? Dave, I think you've not seen option four. I will happily lend my neighbours my kitchen tables just as long as I'm going to get it. Dave, option four is being superplexed off your kitchen cabinet. Into the fruit bowl. <laughs> Into the fruit bowl, <laughs> on the table. Derek and I are like the Dublin boys, like we won't bring our own tape. <laughs> Oh, screwed. I am screwed. I'm I love how the girls don't get an option, though. Or could the Divas of Doom 
Gemma, Laura and Sarah powerbomb Dave through the table. That was option four. No, because Laura would be too busy with That's option five. Stacey's coming as well, you know. Yeah, but Stacey will be late. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. This went way off track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow along at Suplex Retweet. We'll be taking photos, live tweeting from Dave's house party. We'll be having a bit of laugh. No tables will be broken. It's going we're going to get to Dave's not be like seen at 40 old virgin when he moves all his toys out. And <laughs> Did you just move in? Uh, yeah, there's no furniture in the house whatsoever. So right, the tour still to come. <laughs> and joining me, as always, he is the MVP. He is the world's largest love machine and president of the Sugar Dunkin fan club. <laughs> he is <laughs> Bucky Aji. World's largest love machine makes me sound like the ultimate pinpoint. Actually, I'm far, far You know who was the hint the world's largest love machine in WWE, though? Oh, that's where I took the line from. <laughs> thank oh, look. Thank Stealing you. someone's power. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that for me, David. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, as we mentioned at the top of the hour, it's a Survivor Series card that has changed dramatically the past two days. Uh, we originally were going to have The Man versus the baddest bitch on the planet. We were going to have Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. And unfortunately, due to a swift right hook from an unnamed wrestler, <laughs> we are no longer getting that match. However, we are getting a lot of people down on it because Becky's out and she is the hottest thing in the company right now. Something I'm actually looking quite forward to. We've got Charlotte versus uh, Ronda Rousey. Sarah, I'll start with you. I want Becky. <laughs> okay. We all want Becky. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. I get to talk you right now. You're in the fan club. No, that's sweet. Exactly. You cannot comment. But no. Sorry, Sarah. Thank you, Stephen. Co-president and co-founder of the Becky Lynch fan club. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you to this Sunday? Oh, yeah. I thought so. Yes, Quacky. With, actually... with my girlfriend. Quacky was with his girl. Quacky was Quacky was with Becky Lynch, I think he got the better side of that deal. He, sk- he skipped a ten-year-old in the queue. Okay. Quacky skips everyone, do I need to go over what happened on ICW Sunday? <laughs> no, could we actually go over what's happening this Sunday at Survivor Series <laughs> if we don't mind? <laughs> right, so, Stephen, uh, Rhonda versus Charlotte, I know you have mentioned your love of Becky many times in this podcast. What's your... Take Becky aside a minute. Charlotte V. Well, fight, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Jesus, it's like a class of children, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry, you brought my girlfriend to this. <laughs> uh, no, the match. Uh, it's a match that they've kind of wanted to do at WrestleMania, really. It's been planned for a while, but it's been thrown together. But if there's anybody. Well, it was either, either going to be Charlotte or Asuka. Mm-hmm. I think we would have took either one of the two. If it was Mandy Rose, it would have been a riot. She would have got squash. Half. <laughs> a complete squash, even though she's like literally in the mid- middle of a single run. Like she's just about to start. Mandy Rose? Yeah, she's literally about to get a single. A I single would have flown to protect her. Not my Mandy Like, I, I would Sorry, if that. I was at Ron Monday, I would have gone the way that night, a punch. <laughs> <laughs> you would have took the bullet for Becky. So would you? Really? I absolutely, yeah, I think we always. <laughs> right, so obviously the Becky situation this past Monday, we did the angle where SmackDown invaded Raw. It's a tried and true angle we always do every Survivor Series, and it was a belter of a right hook. I was trying to smashing belter. It was a hook and a half. <laughs> I don't even care about the right hook right now. I just wanted like like that first build up when you seen Becky and Ronda backstage, and she had Ronda in the disarmor now. Give props to Rhonda. She sold that majorly. Like it made Becky look like the ultimate fighter. 
and it just made her look such like well, a badass. See, the thing about it, obviously, my initial reaction when they announced that she was out was like, oh god, Becky's out, this is going to be wrong. But having digested it a wee bit, uh, it could be probably one of the best things that could happen. Obviously, for, for, it's not the good situation. It's not yeah, bad. Well, it's, it's, it's one of the, it's, yeah. in hindsight, it could be one of the best things for Becky. She's looks like, it's a stone cold S image, her in the crowd with the blood mm -hmm. in her face, you know. It's, mm -hmm. and, See, I originally thought, you know, just having looked at it, you know, I thought maybe she just got a nasty knock in the nose and she was just bleeding heavily just from a nosebleed. But when the doctors were saying, you know, she was actually concussed, got a black eye and a broken nose, I'm thinking, she didn't, she didn't look like she had that because, you know, obviously if someone gets concussed, you know, they might be staggering a little bit. She didn't show, show any signs of that. So I think when the fact the doctors were saying, oh, she's got a concussion, we're like, no, 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 the match is going to get called off. But, you know, like Stephen said, I think there is actually a silver lining in it now that it's it's been digested because... There's, there has been talks that this match could happen at WrestleMania in the main event. And I'm thinking, that is perfect. I think that's actually better than what we could have got this Sunday. Yeah, it's one of those ones as well. The Becky situation the past two or three months, she's been slowly building herself to be possibly the best female character since AJ Lee's heel run. And Alan, I know you had concerns if she was wrestling this Sunday that she might get squashed. Yeah, I believe she was going to get squashed. I think WWE's put too much in Ronda. And I agree, I think it's going to be a WrestleMania main event. And I hope that Becky squashes Ronda. Well, I still think Becky will show up. Oh, oh, I, I, I don't, don't disagree with it. I think she will be involved somehow. Um, but just on the fact of the injury and the way she conducted herself, I've, I've not seen Ross Smackdown, I've seen bits of videos, mm. pictures, and stuff. But the fact that that last year had a broken nose, concussion, God knows what else has happened to her face, it was pretty mangled when you seen the pictures of Smackdown, continued in character. Continued fit, no kayfabe fighting and so forth. So it shows she is the toughest son of a bitch on the roster, arguably in the world for wrestling, and her professionalism to keep going and stay in character and continue that. You can't heap enough praise in her. Sarah, what were your thoughts on the. Obviously, we've just came out the Charlotte. Uh, Becky, right? What can you. Becky, the woman that got concussed, the woman we were talking about the past five minutes ago. The man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts on the promo with the two of them? Obviously, it was a mutual respect. It was a, we're putting rivalries aside. This is for SmackDown. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts on the promo? Oh, see, I know. I loved it. Um, like you said, putting all the past shit aside, it's like this is, now it's territorial. It's like, mm -hmm. you've got to prove, obviously, why we've got the better roster, which, looking at it, they kind of do, in a way. I um, they can deny that. Well, well, we've so seen Team Raw. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. doesn't really scream out, Tim what is Tina. Team Raw all about? Well, would the two best of the Raw roster are in it. Would you guys let me talk for once? Yes. You've had your time. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, like, I really didn't pay much attention to the one just like, because I knew it was going to be Charlotte that Becky was going to pick to replace her. It was either going to be Becky um, picking Charlotte or Asuka. Like, they were the two. Now, obviously, Charlotte is probably, you can put her in, and even if she did get beat, it's not gonna, it's not really gonna do anything to her. Whereas Asuka's been on a sort of God knows what the fuck's happened to her after Mania since she like lost the streak. So Charlotte's probably the best idea. Like she's she is strong and it won't hurt her in any shape or form if she gets better like battered. I mean she'll probably like Becky'll probably batter her after as well yeah. if that's the case. She'll probably smack her with the title 
and go, you had one fucking job. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Becky kind of does the thing like, uh, was it Undertaker and Kane in 1998? That episode of Raw where they came out in every match and beat everybody up. <laughs> just Becky with a chair in every, every match. It's like, oh God, she's just hit the colognes. <laughs> <laughs> As Paul Heyman starts to do Brock Lesnar's, ladies and poof. <laughs> like when, when Lionheart super kicked the wee man. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant, yeah. So I'm going to... Has anyone seen Nia Jack's tweet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. she yeah. her. Uh, so he, she tweeted a photo of her fist saying, Hey, we don't deliver mail, things happen. Is anyone going to ask how my fist feels? Do the fucking who? But Becky actually responded. It was, oh, no, she responded. Oh. she responded. She said, You gave me your best sucker punch, but I get back up to destroy your whole roster. They won't let me fight, but I'll get back up from that too. It's what I do. So enjoy your one free shot, because as bad as my memory is now, I haven't forgotten you. Bitch. Oh. So he is the fucking man. I think when the. I think I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as I am. Sorry, Laura. Sorry, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> so I think when the draft goes, I think that's actually a ready-made feud for if Becky goes to Raw or Nia comes to SmackDown in the new year. I kind of hope she doesn't go to Raw because I'm worried that she'll just be a forgotten afterthought. Yeah. Well, there is something else that could happen. Like, because if she's going to have face Ronda at WrestleMania, what if she wins the Royal Rumble? She could challenge for Ronda's Raw Women's title. Just like It's the same with, like, last year, Asuka mm. was a Raw superstar when she won, but yet she challenged Charlotte. It's so there's all, no... It's on question if Becky might still be champion because they didn't let the champions compete last year. See, I, I'm curious, maybe, what if she ends up vacating the Women's title because of still the injury? You know, she could still enter the Rumble. You know, she doesn't lose it by losing to someone else. She has to deal it, gives it up through injury. That's not worst case scenario. And that's a dick move. Right now, what? I fear who has to take that title off her. Mm-hmm. Because the title run, they're going to have to try and... They've got know, to follow that. They've got to follow that. <laughs> I fear. See, that's why I think it's better if it's vacated and somebody picks it up from there. It doesn't matter Even if it's then. vacated. It's still who, who takes over. See, I've got a feeling, and we'll talk about it when we come to the women's five on five. Whoever wins, challenges Becky. And whoever wins... Because there's always a sole survivor in the women's one, and I've got a feeling it will be Asuka, and I think Asuka's taking the title for Becky. That's probably who I would think it would, mm. but the problem being is, deal, have Becky drop it right now when she's at the peak of everything, or has she reached her peak yet? That's that's the, that's a big question. See, I think the rumours of the Ronda one, obviously Dave said a Raw ch- Superstar Challenge of SmackDown one last year, what if Becky wins the Rumble? Because mm-hmm. possibly the most over person since Daniel Bryan, Going into Rumble. For me personally, I would, I would have a drop. Right? Probably going to drop in December, isn't she? I imagine Probably. so. Yeah, this is where I'm saying, uh, you know, if she's vacated by then, she could def- have it vacated to TLC. So, quickly, just before we move on here, who's your prediction for Sunday, Alan? Uh, Rhonda. 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 Charlotte. Uh, Quacko, who have you got Well, I'm leaving up to my experts, but I'll be Ronda. <laughs> yes, Quacko can't do his own sweepstakes anymore. We don't. We don't know. Why. He never has. <laughs> so, from <coughs> one champion versus champion match that's been changed at the last minute to another champion versus champion, we had Brock Lesnar AJ Styles, and it was a match people were actually kind of looking forward to. It was a it was a rematch for last year. It happened with everything, but it didn't happen with his best shot. It didn't happen with the Styles clash. The story was let there. The promos were there, and then six days, uh, five days to go. We've just gave Daniel Bryan the world title. <laughs> I think we all dreamed of this moment when Daniel Bryan came back. Daniel Bryan eventually winning the world title. 
However, it, it seems like he's turned heel and snapped. Like, Dave, what's your thought on this? Uh, all I could for I thought was yes, like with a question mark, thinking, okay, well, it's great to see Brian's finally got the championship back, but in this sort of manner, though, I mean, I watched the clip from it from when he won it. The crowd was dead, and I'm not sure they even knew how to respond to it, because it was like, he low blows AJ Styles, and he does the running knee, and then the pins just like that. It's kind of like the situation where, I think uh, Scott or James said it, like, AJ Styles meant to have a 10 minute match, he finishes at 9 minutes. It's kind of that kind of response, like, oh, that just happened. But then the attack afterwards, I'm thinking, what's provoked this? Can we just stop with the low blows? Uh, no, AJ Styles must have... so uncreative. AJ Styles has probably got balls of steel to take that many low blows. I think it was just a simple fact they've looked at AJ and went, so born again Christian, yeah. Already go for We'll help you out, pal. Naka! <laughs> That is testies. Besides, are more Joe threatening his child. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I've I've spoken on this podcast before about how this AJ Styles title run hasn't exactly set the world on fire. He's been kind of bland. The feuds haven't really lived up to the hype, and then the way he lost it sort of sums up the reign. It just kind of fell flat. Well, obviously, we'll see the fact that it's, I think it's. I, I don't even know how to describe this, but it's like it basically means that three seven one meant fuck all to everybody because obviously like he held onto the championship, he defended it more times than what Brock Lesnar has in, in Brock Lesnar's entire career. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, but see, I, I I really wanted Brian to become champion, just not like that. Mm-hmm. Like I sat and watched SmackDown and give it like give give Daniel Bryan credit. At least he was honest about why. He wanted to punch um, AJ Styles in the face, mm-hmm. and then it was like, if you say my name one more time, and he did, and it was like, boom, in the face. I was like, well, he said he was going to do it, so... Yeah, so you live-tweeted for the page last night, and I usually run the sweepstakes, and I get a text from you at about two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Make sure before you do your sweeps, you check the results of SmackDown, and I thought, all right, somewhat, somebody's been added to the women's match, or we've got Becky's replacement, or... You know, it'll, it'll be nothing out of the blue, and I was just reading the thing away, and this is how I found out Daniel Bryan won. Just like Brock Lesnar faces Daniel Bryan champion versus champion match went, and it was like two in the morning. <laughs> I've just woken up. I'm like, but Daniel Bryan's not WWE champion. <laughs> and it was as I went to go back to sleep. I went, oh, <laughs> sitting watching this clip at two in the morning. Like, oh Jesus Christ! You can't say I don't try and help you out. <laughs> Scott got a fright last night hearing you screeching it to the moment. There's a thing about it though, um, apparently Daniel Bryan's going to turn heel for a good few months since his return. He's been clamouring at Chubber the bit to well, Vince to say, I want to be heel, and they've kind of. Poorly, it's the timing of it. I mean, it kind of makes you think, what might have happened to Crown Jewel if Bryan went? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. would it have went there and they've kind of just held it back? It's, it's kind of like they just sort of skipped over. I think, pro- I think that's probably what would have happened had Daniel Bryan went to Crown Jewel. But the they whole, sort of the whole Becky things kind of made them think we need to do something we need to do something with this one because it kind of makes you think that Becky and Ronda were going to main event mm-hmm. and then they've kind of thought we need to do something else. So you know one thing I found funny was I did, like I did it social media for the podcast and the thing I couldn't help but laugh at was the amount of times I saw online of OWW oh, don't have any plans for Daniel Bryan since he didn't go to Crown Jewel and now he's a champion. <laughs> it's just laughable. Have you ever, we'll get to you in a wee second, Daniel, but have you ever seen the bit in Jericho's book where he says he was going to Raw to quit? Like, this is bullshit. I've been here six months. I've had a feud with Road Dog. I've had one promo with The Rock. Nothing's going my way. Give me something to do now or I'm quitting. Okay, hold on. 
you're going to beat Triple H for the title tonight. And he just kind of went, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Alan, your favourite wrestler recently regained the world title, not Daniel Bryan, if we're talking about Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just mean the Hazel because she's seen this, the same thing this morning. This is going to be another squash match. It's going to be boring, crap, five minutes, and all he's going to do is, oh, we break me through. Oh, we over Oh, we break me through. Hang on, sorry. That was too deep. Oh, we break me through. We break me through. I'll tell you what. Gonna, I reckon it's going to go the same way that uh, one of the things went when he got German suplexed by Brock on Raw this week. He literally landed on his head, and I'm thinking, that's going to be Brian. You can just tell. See if Brian beats him. It's not going to The celebrations are going to be like New Year. It's going to be fireworks. It's going to be like you when you watch WrestleMania and your neighbours are going to come down. Alan. Hang on, that was only during Ask a Charlotte because that for me still stole the match. I can only imagine what your response was. Were you watching Crown Jewel when it was happening? No. Right. I didn't order it. I can only imagine your response when you saw Lesnar squash Strowman. I was not surprised that he won. I just think they've got a stink against Strowman. I just don't. I think they're always going to keep keep him close, but he's never going to get there, which I think is a shame. They need to give that guy the title. And it's been far too long. Why, Brock? I mean, come on. I mean, there's lumps of granite there that did more than Brock and more interesting than Brock. Put that title in the granite and let the granite thing die Daniel Bryan. It would be more interesting. <laughs> but, you know, so, oh, put a teddy bear in the match. A teddy bear will do more. So, <laughs> take a deep breath. Speaking after me, plenty. Plenty. He's been converted. Right, so, speaking of fighting bears, there was a <laughs> fighting a teddy bear. Daniel Bryan fought a teddy bear on WWE's YouTube channel, which you can actually find it. It was a teddy bear. It was actually Hornswoggle dressed up as a teddy bear. Did he win? Yes, he won. Oh, well, he's at 100% streak. There we go, that's the streak he's <laughs> going to continue when he beats that. I can't repeat it because Quacko edited it, but there yes. we go. <laughs> I'll just uh, leave it as Mr. Lesnar. <laughs> Said with disdain. Mm. So, the promo that led to this match was actually Paul Heyman. He was trying to get an a AJ Styles head by saying, you're the best in the world. Well, not quite. You're not quite as good as Daniel Bryan. And that led, obviously, like Sarah said, to the match saying, don't say my name again, I'll punch you in the head. He did say, it was like, it's actually Paul Heyman that said your name, (laughs) no me. (laughs) It was AJ's smugness, so I can't say, I fought the best, Daniel Bryan, and it was just the look of, boof. It's like, say that one more time, and then he actually, it's like teasing somebody not to do it, and then they do it. Uh, yeah. revert negative suggestion it's that's, like you with the fruit bowl that's kind of what I said earlier Dave just in a different context <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost as if Dave doesn't listen it's one of those ones growing up with siblings like no you gotta hit me you gotta hit me you gotta hit me and then when they hit you mom you got me <laughs> bastard <laughs> but uh, yeah so Sarah you are our second biggest total Diva and Bellas fan right after our reigning champion Stacy. wonder who she'd be for that she champion <laughs> he is he says through gritted teeth. <laughs> but uh, on the first season of Total Bellas, we saw Daniel Bryan training for a comeback that never happened at that time. He's modified his style to fight Brock Lesnar. Do you think we'll get to see this, or is it is it a squash match as Alan feels? I don't think it'll be a squash match. Like it'll be maybe in a way he'll get snapped in half. 
probably. I mean, if you look at Brock Lesnar in comparison to Daniel Bryan. Uh, yes, just like just looking at size comparison, but obviously I think the, the sort of way that he was training for a comeback was more to protect himself more than working with anybody else. I don't think he gives a shit about the fact that it's Brock Lesnar that's in the ring with him, it's just that it just so happens to be Brock. But, yeah. Alan, you'll look as if you're dying to say something. Absolutely, two, two versions will kick back, you can edit one of it. Brock Lesnar's right tit is bigger than Daniel Bryan, it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's right arm is bigger than Daniel Bryan. It's going to be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh, Stephen, do you have any non-tech-related metaphors for this match? <laughs> well, <laughs> how can I follow that? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it, it's just actually be a really good match. Actually, looking at it, um, I'm quite interested in what they're actually going to do. I hope it's not a squash. Um, I fear it may be a squash, you know, but you never know. Brian wins though, I'll be just as happy as Al. Okay. Not as special, no. I won't be as happy as Al. No one will be as happy as Al. Mm-hmm. So Dave, just quickly before we move on, who have you got winning? Uh, Lesnar. Lesnar. Because, I mean, I think Brian will put up a good fight like AJ did last year, but I think Lesnar will win. Quacko? Yeah, Lesnar, come on. Have we all got Lesnar? We all yeah. seeing sense? But again, wait until my expert sees. We can't wait to how, see how you throw it. Every expert you've had is severe let you down, busting your own gut. I know, but will, this, will time, this time I'll, yes. I'll, I'll <laughs> put outside the box. Get them, get them I, have, the I have recruited a fine, fine expert. Details to come soon. Was this the expert you were talking to outside Noodle Bar on Sunday? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. an expert. So while well, you two hens were clicking away, Sarah did actually have a good idea. Becky's going to cause the disqualification. She's going to hit them both with a chair. Yeah. If I can't be on this pay-per-view, nobody can! Yeah. At least hit Charlotte first or Charlotte gets a victory. Depends on who's yeah. on first. <laughs> a ginger person claiming that that place is theirs? Like, it's my pay-per-view! <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what she might do, actually, because that means Charlotte will get a victory. Aye, but no, I was talking about AJ and um, Brock, um, Daniel and Brock. I was like, somebody's like, what if it's Just like neither of them win? Somebody's going to come out for a DQ either. It'll probably, like, Braun Strowman, he'll probably pull a double duty and probably attack Brock Lesnar. So... Moving on to our next match, it's our traditional Survivor Series 5-on-5 women's elimination match. So we've got Team Raw, Stephen mentioned it earlier, the two best people on Raw aren't on it. We've got Mickey James, Nia Jax, I was waiting on a boo there but never mind. Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina, boo. Natalia and Ruby Riot. Yay. With Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan in their corner against Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka and a 2 be confirmed. So, this is yet another match that's been changed on the card. Three for three so far. So, before we get started with this one, my brother Scott had a theory on who could be the fifth member on Team SmackDown. Could be a certain twisted sister. Yes. Wanting to play. Yes. <laughs> Sarah, are you excited yes. about that? Yes, I would not. God, anything would be better than Mandy Rose. Yes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Mute his mic. I know, I'm sorry, but no. Sonya Deville is the better of the two. No, you yeah, know what I think no, worst case is. scenario is? It will be, I think Nikki has a good shout, but then the music plays it will go, You can look, but you can't yeah, see this fu- See this fucking Nikki Bella, I will seriously Nikki Bella's kill someone. Nikki Bella's on Raw. That would be better. Agreed. Becky's music just comes on. Are we a chair? Are we actually hit something? Well, it walks out. You we are, have to have a point where we don't mention Becky. You've, you've, <laughs> you've got to forget the iconics are also kicking around as well. Yeah, so it could, be, it could be Iconic. Peyton or Billy. <laughs> but... Uh, to Dave's point, the part-timers don't really have a brand because, you know, The Undertaker 
I've been taking souls and digging holes in this branch since day one, and then should have unwrought if you'd have thrown them in. See what, see what I seen? It was um, it was a wee parody account. It was just like uh, Becky Lynch is out. It's like, and we have the return of Eva Marie, and I was like, oh fuck no! Oh, <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be amazing. Just the bug. I, I hope they play that. Just and to she comes up, with, she comes out with blue hair this time, showing her solidarity. <laughs> it's Becky with a wig trying to get the match. <laughs> Becky, we said no. I'm Eva Marie. I don't. <laughs> Why's your face mangled? It, it, it could be. Zelda. Vega. I hope not. No. No. I know I just because he hears Andrade's app and Andrade's music. Excuse me, what? what you, know, so if, you know what I would like? Not, one of the UK nah. girls to come on. Tony Storm. Tony Storm, right. So. Recruitment. Oh, put Lana. Lana. Is Lana in her match? No, she's is, not in Lana. I can't do it. Have right. you seen Lana trying to hit so someone on Raw? Let's all just simmer down a minute. I'm going to start with Quacko and walk away down the table. You can get a wee 30 seconds to talk about who you think should be on the team and why. So, Quacko, 30 seconds, floor is yours. Who's the fifth member of Team SmackDown and why would you make it then? Scott Hobbs, Scotty, Ricky Cross for me. Ricky Cross. Ricky Cross. No explanation needed. No. Cool. Alan? I agree with Kwaku. She gave a good account of herself in her debut. Um, I think her work's solid and she deserves the push. And I would like, I would hope, I think SmackDown's going to win this one. So I'll give you my prediction now. And I would love if Nikki Cross was got the victory for it. Is that it? Uh, probably Nikki. Like, you've got Sanity now on the tag team card. So there's no reason for her not to be there. I mean, like, yeah, she did. She did technically make her debut for the blue brand. It's not like they're gonna just go. It was just a one-off, just for the pop, and then we're gonna send you back to NXT. So definitely, Nikki, and I do agree. See if she was a sole survivor. I would not say no. <laughs> David, I think Nikki Cross would be an obvious choice, considering now that the rest, mostly all of Sanity, has now made an appearance on the main roster. But obviously, being WWE, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they put Lana in as well. So I mean, I think it's a toss-up in the air between those two. But my gut instinct says I want Nikki Cross to be in there as well. Enough, and Steven? Stephanie McMahon! Going for <laughs> Team SmackDown. No, maybe it's Shane, but I like it. She'll find a way. No, um, my heart says Nikki, my head says Mandy Rose. Enough, Sarah, you're enough. It's going to be Captain, sorry. Uh, Captain is. It's meant to be Charlotte. It's meant to be Charlotte, but it'll probably be Asuka or Naomi now. I've got a feeling it's Naomi just because she's been there longer. Um, but another one I'm thinking of is the loser of the women's match in NXT. If they yeah, might make a debut, be... like a surprising debut, or if not, they'll just bring in probably if like see if Shayna wins. I wouldn't actually say no to them bringing in Shayna for the night. Fair enough. I think I'd like to see Shayna stay down in NXT for. Oh no, just it would just be like a yeah. one-off, just like the like the Rumble appearances and not then they go back. Not fair enough. Uh, on that account, actually, we've got an MMA fighter in this, Sonia Deville, who's actually a trained MMA fighter, and we decided not to send the MMA fighter to fight the MMA fighter. WWE. WWE logic, yeah. Yeah, but that WWE logic is they push Mandy Rose over Sonia Deville, just because she looks nice. I nicer. swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, five minute time out. Yes. See, now you know how I feel when you're well, the street profits. Well, she did kind of make it personal, so he's just retaliating. Mute her microphone. It's like when Sheldon unfriended everyone on Facebook. That's like at the table. Unfriend Sarah So this is the first time since we brought back the brand split in 2016 that... What are you doing? <laughs> he's on his time out. Yeah, Steven, Steven's acting like a child in his time out. Dressed like Kenny. Hopefully he meets the end like him. <laughs> So, since we brought back the brand split, it's the first time there's not been a streak to protect because we had Charlotte never been pinned at a pay-per-view in 2016 and she was one of two sole survivors along with Bailey. And last year Raw won as well because Asuka had never been beaten. 
God, remember those days? Mm. Good times. <sighs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that's one for our American viewers. <laughs> so, it's the first time there's not a street to protect. First time ever! Historic! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thanks, guys. Everybody's like, why me? You're going to have a conversation with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the button's too far away for me. <laughs> 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 I'll probably end up turning these up. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I struggle to work my phone. <laughs> so, will SmackDown win this year, or is this going to be another Raw victory? Are we going to go three for three for Raw? No, I'm with SmackDown. I'm with SmackDown. SmackDown. Bleed blue, man. I'm sorry, I'm sceptical. I just think they're going to make more when everything as per usual. I'm sick of it. I love SmackDown. SmackDown's my thing. Well, wasn't it two years ago SmackDown won it? Smackdown. Well, they just make Raw win everything. But I think all the, like, the single matches Raw's going to win. I think it's the team matches. See, this, well, was the, to, yeah, this was the weird one. It was... So we did Raw v SmackDown for the Uncontinental title. Miz won for SmackDown. Uh, Kendrick won by DQ, so Raw won the Cruiserweight match against SmackDown's Kalisto. The women in the tag team of Raw beat Smackdown but then they made such a big deal they were like congrats to Smackdown because Smackdown won the men's one so you're like you've completely negated everything like you do realise mm-hmm. Raw won 3-2 mm-hmm. like they were winning 3-1 going into the last match like yeah, what's it, the point it, 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 Raw, yeah. yeah and yet everyone was so hyped up for it and we're sitting like it's 3-1 Raw it's like, <laughs> they it's can't like, win it's like the men's match was the only one that mattered really yeah because then it was like Stephanie berated everyone the next night and you're like Stephanie you won 3-2 like, it's like winning the league with games to spare. Play the under-19s, it doesn't matter if you get hung for not enough Livingston. <laughs> so, yeah, apologies to any Livingston fans listening in. You know. Wraith Rovers, they're shite, aren't they? Hi, Nathan. Oh. <laughs> Think about that you next time you suck up to him. I don't care. So, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. So, I've got a feeling SmackDown wins us for the simple fact... I can't see either champion on Raw losing right now. Their champions are Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. So I've, I've got a feeling this will be a squash match for SmackDown. And I've got a feeling Asuka's going to be the sole survivor. I can't see Nikki Cross coming back. I think that's just got to be like, do you remember when Billy Kay made a one-off appearance on SmackDown? And get squashed by Yeah, Natalia? but that was before the brand split, back when they didn't really care about SmackDown, that she was actually there. I suppose, but... Mm. Oh, well. Yeah, thoughts of everyone here on the SSR equal. <laughs> so moving on, a it's another Shinsuke Nakamura dream match with no build up. It's Shinsuke Nakamura v Seth Rollins. So this feud has really been all Shinsuke because his promos have been quite funny. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> can I just say I just loved that SmackDown when he came in with his headphones. It's like. You didn't introduce me. <laughs> I, know. I know. Oh, I was about, my, I was sitting watching that and I was like, Tweet, it's just like, Seth, you broke Shinsuke's heart by not even mentioning him. It's like, you're not thinking about me. Uh, that broke my heart. Yeah, it's I know, like, I think Rollins' heart's been broken more. I don't care. You can't. It was, it was the poor. Poor Rick, Shinsuke. I, who, what was that interviewer's name? Because I can't remember her name. She's, well, the one that's on SmackDown. Oh, Dianta. Yeah. Dasha Fuentes. Dasha Fuentes. Yeah. She's Dasha. not one of the good ones. She's one of the robot Excuse ones. Excuse me. She represented SmackDown very well in, in Glasgow on Sunday. Oh, anyway, uh, 
she, the poor woman's like Shinsuke, and she always looks as if she's not been told the script is wrestlers are going to be assholes to you. It's always like, who's the biggest heel? Kevin Owens. I go interview. Tasha, darling, you go interview Kevin Owens. I on you go. He's a nice big boy. She just comes back greeting. She's like Shinsuke, Shinsuke, and he just looks up and takes. I'll introduce myself since you won't. <laughs> so this is something we've talked about before about Survivor Series does brand warfare get in the way of storylines because you've got Seth Rollins talking about I'm not thinking about you Shinsuke I'm thinking about Dean Ambrose Dean Ambrose is the one we all want to see fight Seth Rollins and we've just kind of had this kind of like oh yeah. well see you're right in that sense but don't forget Crown Jewel just happened so they mm-hmm. had to build that feud up mm-hmm. there and the World Cup for Shane to win so that also interfered with timings well enough uh, if, I th- yeah, I think Shensky's sort of the side feud for Seth Rollins at the minute because his main feud's obviously with Dean Ambrose. And I think just for the sake of brand warfare is the reason this match is happening. Like, there's n- there's not been something that really sets up a feud between these two. But I think if you're just looking for a technical masterclass or a really good quality match, I think this would be a safe bet. See, I, I liked what they did last year. The match wasn't that good, but the build-up to the match, we... Yeah, I seen US champs last year, Baron Corbin and Miz. They did like they went out their way. They went out their way to video themselves when they're on the road or backstage and put it on Twitter. And they really built their own feuds last year. And I think that should have been done here because it's really just Shinsuke floating about, dancing, headphones in. Oh, you broke my heart. This is it. This is like this is again though. Uh, WWE's kind of backed in a corner with the whole Roman Reigns situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was no fault of their own, but they've had, they've obviously push this Ambrose feud at that point for the maximum heat. So it's kind of, this was probably always planned, but the Ambrose thing's kind of added to it. So it's mm-hmm. kind of taken away from what they actually were planning on doing. Dare I say as well, I think, um, I think, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> David's speechless. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Um, yeah, just the fact that, you know, Miz and Corbin, you know, they had that sort of spat between each other. I think that really helped, but, I don't know. It's, it's not. I think they put all their eggs in one basket with the women's champions. I think, mm. and now that that's not happening, it's kind of left everybody hanging a bit. And I think Rollins Nakamura is one of the the worst cases for that in a way. But they have had three weeks. It was originally announced that before Crown Jewel went off the air, it was announced. You knew going in that you know Shinsuke, wait, his title defense was last minute against Rusev, so there was really no need to put that together. It was a simple case of. We could have done this before we went to Crown Jewel because they've done it before well, when they built up to Backlash and the Greatest Royal Rumble at the same time and it's just it just seems like laziness on the part of WWE. Again, Brand Warfare outdoes all major angles for Survivor Series. I think that's the case here. Yeah, I totally agree. My, I know it potentially should be the dream match, potentially the best match in the card, but I get a funny feeling it's going to be like Shinsuke WrestleMania, it's going to let down. I just get a horrible feeling it's going to be a bland match. Seth can't have a bad match these days though. I bet. Shinsuke is not pulling the way he was and plus they're kind of wasting Shinsuke because he's not really appearing much now. He's not really fighting to defend the title. I'm, I don't think this is going to be a great match. I think this is going to be quite a bland, boring match but I'd be happy to be wrong but I just don't feel it because I think they're wasting Shinsuke. Yeah, when Shinsuke won the US title he was in sort of that miserable during the Cena Rock feud. Yeah. Orton and Jeff over the feud. Mm-hmm. But the pay-per-view matches were Jeff v Shinsuke, and it was just like, what is Shinsuke doing? Shinsuke's not done anything on TV, he ran away for Randy Orton. 
I know. It's... Yeah, it's like this time, you know, main feud is Ambrose Rollins and Shinsuke's just on the side. So, know, he's, he's the third wheel, essentially. So we've talked about people that could debut and join Team SmackDown. We talked about Becky in a wig, pretending to be every other wrestler <laughs> in the past <laughs> 10 years. I can imagine her taking out somebody on the SmackDown. Like Rey Mysterio, he's small. Just get, give me your mask, give me your mask! <laughs> While Luchadora returns. No, but, um, Dean Ambrose, we've talked about the, the feud with him going on just now. He's recently just burned his shield jacket. Could have gave it to a Goodwill or charity shop, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, is he getting involved in here, Sarah? Definitely. There's no way about it. I mean, like he said, it's brand warfare has basically just got stuck in the middle of this. It's just like, feud, feud, feud. Oh, wait, roadblock. No, we've got to do Survivor Series. Oh, crap, right. But you too. Yeah, you're, you're on roll. You're on SmackDown. I'll put you in the match, I. <laughs> but they've got to, they've somehow got to keep a continue, continuation on this because... There's nothing stopping the talent from, like you said, posting their own videos. Even having a wee spat on Twitter, every little bit of detail can help, but it's just like, oh, I'm not thinking about you, I'm thinking about him. And it's like, well, that's going to screw you over in your match because he's inside your head, and all it takes is for either his music or him to pop up on the Titantron. Boom, one, two, three, and you're fucked. See, you you spoke about how it's every wee detail on Twitter, posting videos. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's really fucking good at this, see when he's allowed to be free. Oh, I thought you were going to say Becky. <laughs> She's brilliant at it as well, but Mojo Rawley is surprisingly yes. good. Watch Mojo Rawley's Twitter videos and Twitter rants. He slates that, like, Zack Ryder's always like, oh, you're crap, and he, he just constantly slates Zack Ryder, just like, 10 years, what have you done with your life? You know, it's, it's constantly just put down after put down. Mm-hmm. And he goes the extra mile to get himself noticed, you're like, you did a great job at that, Mojo. Yeah, you've got to keep plugging. What, what, what the fuck are you used to doing? He's in WWE. What are you used to doing? He works in the bank. Right, yeah. for Glasgow Live. And he works for the media. Oh, yeah, you're right for Glasgow Live. See if we have an ICW quiz. I think we should get you on. I'll put a word in with Sarah. Sarah, Mr. I write for Glasgow Live. <laughs> well, unfortunately, all my show ideas go through him, so. <laughs> oh. No, his show ideas also go through me. <laughs> I think you've already approved me. We're doing a rock show next week. It's on air now. <laughs> but with a new host. <laughs> Get yourself to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just talk after the show. Yeah. I don't like this. I, 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 this was originally a safe space for me. <laughs> don't, get, don't get started with the bloody safe spaces. <sighs> Such micro God, I'm so happy I'm not on the show next week. <laughs> so... I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I've never been so less infused for the rock in my life, but there we go. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm not here next week. Anyway. Uh, me too. Oh, fucking <laughs> Wait, are you, did you say I'm not happy? Yeah, I you're agree, not. I agreed with Sarah. Yeah, it didn't sound like it. It sounded like you're saying, I am glad you're not here. Right? No, I said, <laughs> you said, no, Sarah said, I'm oh, glad you're not here. That's right, that's right. I said, so I shovel? <laughs> <laughs> so, Anywho. He went from sucking her up to digging himself a hole. We know shit, Dean's probably going to interfere. Probably just the music going off and <clears> him <throat> appearing on stage and then walking back off. And a low blow. Oh, God. I know, like, see. It's Shinsuke, what do you expect? It's just so uncreative. Are we... I'd have loved to see Seth Rollins keep the tag titles because we've recently seen him lose them ALP, as we'll talk about later. I'd love to see him do double duty. I'd love to see him beat Seth Rollins and be on the... Uh, beat Shinsuke, sorry. And then be on the verge of beating the bar, and that's when Dean Ambrose costs him. I think that could have been an amazing moment, but Aquil needs must. So, we talked about Sh- uh, Shinsuke, we're kind of wasting him. Who does Shinsuke feud with for the United States title after this? Ty Dillinger. Rey Mysterio. 
Mysterium. Almas. Yeah, I was about to say you mentioned a couple of weeks ago on our, fan, our mass wrestler show. Your pick. Just for, watch him wrestle, and you'll understand. No, no, he's a good wrestler. He had a good match with SmackDown actually as well. You wait. See, this is the problem with NXT though, because obviously, as much as we all watch NXT, it is a case of. There's only a million subscribers to the WWE Network. There is, only. Yeah, compared to the, the millions. And millions. I don't want you to do it, I want to do it, but never mind. <laughs> and millions. So, you know, there's millions and millions and millions of people that watch WWE weekly television. You have to reintroduce them, and when you go for having five-star matches with the likes of Johnny Gargano and Aleister Black, to then feuding with Sin Cara, and then having a mixed tag feud with Rusev, it just... It kind of makes the hardcore fans lose interest in you, and then when the hardcore fans tend to lose interest, the casual fans tend to go, oh, well, they don't care about them, why should we? And I think this is the trouble with the NXT WWE step up. But anyway, I have Almas to challenge him after this anyway, so I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break, and during the break you'll hear the promo that will break everyone's heart. It was the original promo when Becky threatened to rip off Ronda's arm. We'll see you in five. Yo, this is Should D, and if you're looking for some great taste and some flavor in your ear, you got to listen to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I ain't got to repeat. Uh, Ronda, Ronda Rousey, you told me, you told me that you are the last woman on earth that I should provoke. Well... Who the hell are you to tell the champ anything? No, Rhonda, it is true. It is true that you hold a championship, but you are not a champion. Not, not yet. No, because a champion wills herself through adversity, through defeat, through injury, through doubt. But you haven't even been tested. Yet. I am the man. I am the man. And that, I, I am the man and that, Rhonda, that is why I am the champion and you are not. You see, Rhonda, winning comes so easily to you that when you finally meet the man come Survivor Series, your titanium body will be let down by your weak mind. I have been ground down and spat back up again more times than I can count. I have made history. I have been tested daily, weekly, monthly, and yet here I am, the most relentless person that you have ever met. Now last night, last night you went on Raw and you mocked me. You mocked me for the road that I have traveled and the jobs that I have taken to pay my own way to get to where I am today. So no, Rhonda, no. I was not handpicked like you, but here I am. I wasn't meant to be the main event, but here I am. I wasn't meant to be the talk of the entire industry, but here I 
am. The champ, the only champ. But you say, you say I should be happy because I have your respect. I have your respect. Welcome Survivor Series. Rhonda, you're gonna find out that it's not your respect that I'm coming after, it's your arm. And I don't care if you're the baddest on the planet, cause I'm gonna make you mine. This is Red Lightning. You're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. My name's Ross McLeod and I'm your host for this Survivor Series preview. I am joined by the Ginger King that is Stephen Wilson. The receding fringe that is David Hockney. Trinette Seven and the Jeremy Clarkson of the Edinburgh Motorway that is Sarah Grieve. Whoa! <laughs> there you go, you wanted a decent intro, you got one now. And my good friend Alan. Hi Alan. Hi Ross. And of course the MVP making us all sound lovely as possible, that is Quacky Wadget. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Oh, I still got the worst of that. Yes. Yeah. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. But all first, that was a, that was nasty, man. Nasty. I've never wanted to give you a mean intro. Thank you, Alan. I'm getting cuddled now. Moving swiftly on. Fuck you, Ross. Tag team championship <laughs> match. We have the Raw tag team champions v the SmackDown tag champs. So we have the Bar Show v the Authors of Pain and their pet Drake. Uh, so. This- uh. This is a weird one. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, really? Did, did any of the two of them get TV time this week? Nope. No, nope. I don't think so. <laughs> well, as you know, uh, the, the big bar on a six-man ALP tag. ALP did get like a little bit, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't think ALP got much. No, no, he got like a little bit. Yeah, no, the big bar won a six-man tag against you. Yeah, the bar show, as I'm calling it. I'll call it the big bar. I like that. The bar show. <laughs> Trademark TM by McLeod. <laughs> it will go Just in the like dictionary. Every other word in the entire English-speaking language. So, Frick. <laughs> we talked earlier about how Seth Rollins defended the tag titles on his own, and unfortunately, got humped by these two big sweaty men, as Vince clearly loves. <laughs> And it was just, it was sort of a nothing. Like we we did such a good job in NXT. We talked about before the break the problem in NXT in the main roster. Such a good job of building AOP up with matches with Revival and DIY and that great triple threat tag team match and the ladder match as well. And then, are you thinking about that ladder match? (laughs) (laughs) Never trust the watermark, ladies and gentlemen. I still don't trust it. And then they came to Raw and much like Sanity on SmackDown, they were just kind of, it was kind of there for the debut pop. They showed up one week, squashed Slater and Rhino, fired Paul Ehrling and then did nothing. And now they'll take him. They fire Paul Ellen. Ellen, I can't pronounce his name. And then they get Drake Maverick, which made absolutely no sense. Apparently, they're better now. There were so many things. They could have gave them Paul Heyman. They could have done anything else. But no, Rockstar Spud. Little large. I I like how they gave him the. The Authors of Pain outfit that Roderick Strong wore at last year's War Games. Speaking of War Games, the NXT Dream Team have recorded one that's currently up and online. The, as I, the as real I, Dream Team. The real, yeah. Something which you are not part as of. As I stuttered through that there and Sarah looks at me with such bitter contempt. So, the Bar Show v... Bar Show v AOP. They just, they've kind of won the tag titles out of nowhere. The crowd was as flat as Daniel Bryan's <laughs> win. Alan, what were your thoughts when you seen AOP's champ? 
I'm quite happy that they are champions. I'm not happy the way they became champions. Uh, I think they are a bright tag team, and I'm actually going to be controversial. I think this could be match of the night because you've got two solid tag teams mm -hmm. going head to head. You know, and not, 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 not the smallest guy in the match is what? Uh, Cesaro. No, I wouldn't say Cesaro. Six person tag here. No, but you know, um, not Cesaro. Akam. Akam. Sorry, he's probably the smallest guy in the match, and he's six foot three, and he's kicking two hundred. Cesaro's smaller than him. No, Cesaro's been six foot five. No, he's not. What we play measure the superstar? Can we get someone else? The point is, it's four big, strong guys. I'm expecting quite an impactful, strong match, but they're all very technically good, and I think this could be actually a match to steal the show. So, Quacky, I'll ask you about this because your boys, the New Day, they were tag team champions. The Bar Show were. People that took it from. How do you know they're my boy? Because you see. Well, I'm a king's a catch or yeah. the street prophets. Oh, right, Quacko. I was just trying to figure out the small. I was just messing with you. Yes, one of your favourite teams, the New Day. Mm. The New Day. Do you think this match is better than New Day versus AOP, or was New Day AOP something you'd have liked to have seen? Uh, potato, potato, kind of thing. And um, I, I feel more confident with this, and it's because. Let's be honest, Cesaro is a great worker, he will work with anything. Sheamus is a pleasure to work with and a lot of people highlight that anything he does, he always makes it good. So, Akam and Rizar, Akam and Rizar, they're, they're absolute, just, I mean, the super collider just looks oh. amazing, I love it. Mm -hmm. I properly love it. it. It just looks like the most destruction thing of running together, powerbombing their backs. It is slab it was brilliant. Mm. Can I just add a quick point? See if WWE use AOP correctly. I think 10, 15 years time we'll be talking about them, we talk about the Outlaws, Legion of Doom. No, you'll be talking about them as one of the greats if they use them correctly. I talk about the Outlaws as Billy Gunn and that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Can you make it one, one fucking yeah. week? Yeah. You know what? I think. AOP definitely should be represented as Raw Tag Team Champions because I think they're really good. I've seen them in NXT before, great team, uh, great chemistry with one another. And I just think, you know, they could do with a better manager, like Paul Ellering, much better than Rockstar Spud, but hey ho, potato, potato. Um, I, I just don't like, I just don't like, uh, yeah, I'm, st I'm stealing patter here, so just roll with it. Stealing potatoes. <laughs> but yeah, I think the AOP's rise to the Raw Tag Team Champions is a bit weird. It's like you see the start product and you see the end product, you don't see the process of it, and it just feels a bit weird. I mean, but you won't be complaining about it. Um, the did bar. The, did the B team ever get a rematch? No, I don't think I, they did. I think. Would they want to now? Oh, no, <laughs> I think Drew and Dolph just continually kicked the shit out of them backstage. Yeah. Until they took the hint. And, uh, but the bar. No complaints about the bar. I think having the big show in their corner makes them a bigger threat now, because I think um, when they first got drafted to SmackDown, they weren't really doing much. But now they're front and centre of SmackDown Tag Division, as they probably should be, because I think you know they're great. Overall, I think this match could surprise a lot of people. See, something as well about the bar and Big Show. It was Byron Saxton when Big Show joined them. This is unfair. Like it was three on two, and now it's three on three. Like how is this unfair? Just because that guy's bigger than your guy, like. Oh, it's not unfair because the new day have three guys. Yeah. they've had three uh, guys for. Three years. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I think, again, but like, forgot to say this before, but I think, again, the reason this feud's happening is just brand supremacy. Like, no other two ways about it. Yeah, as, as another sort of thrown together one, we talked about Shinsuke and Seth Rollins, but Sheamus and Cesaro have had great tag team matches. 
at Survivor Series, you know, they had the... The Usos match? Yeah, both, both years at Made Usos. Oh, no, no, they were on the, they were sole survivors of the Yeah, they were sole survivors yeah. of the first one, and that match was amazing. We saw, originally it was meant to be Shield v Usos, and people were complaining, like, did you not see last year? Sheamus and Cesaro v Usos, it was... Yeah. And we got to see that, so I'm hoping for... And you got Shield New Day out of it as well. Exactly. So I'm hoping for three years in a row of just the bar kicking ass. So from brand supremacy to one that's completely separate, the Cruiserweight title. So Alan's telling me don't come to me because he's not got a clue. <laughs> Mate, Why do you do that? Why, Why? are you a fan of that? Alan... I barely know anything about it. I'm going to the three of them. I'm not talking about it either. I mean, did you have to announce that? While we're talking about 205 Live, how good is the 205 Live theme tune? Brilliant. What was it? Um, Raise the Crowd or something? No, that was it. That's it. <laughs> NXT, man. Yeah, that's it. Um, roar of the Crowd. Roar of the, no, not Roar of the Crowd. No, it's something called the Crowd or something. Oh, Hail sorry. the Crowd. Sorry, the crowd, yeah. sorry, before we go into this, sorry, but you can add this to the box tally. I never asked you for your winners of the tag team title match. You never oh, even right. asked me about my opinion. I do apologise. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> so we've got one minute, so we're just going to go from Alan, Sarah, Dave, Stephen, then Kwaku. Who have you got winning? Alan, go. Hi, champs. Uh, I can't see AOP losing. Sarah? AOP, unfortunately. I'm going to go with the bar. I'm going to go with the bar as well. Uh, AOP. See, this is where it's a bit weird though, because I can't see either, like I've said before, I can't see either Raw, Smackdown, eh, Raw, World type. There, there we go, add that to the watch tally. Raw's men's or women's world champion, I can't see either one of them winning. Eh, sorry, losing, so this has got to be a different, difficult Becky one. takes them all out. Becky takes them all <laughs> out. Becky, Becky becomes the undisputed tag team champion. Tag team champion, backwards. Welcome, welcome to the club, Alan. <laughs> Mate, I was on the club for a while. No, you were not. I was, I just was in the corner, you weren't paying attention. Creepy. So... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone forgets me, everyone neglects me. So, Cruiserweight title match. Usually these are always in the pre-show, I'm actually quite glad for these guys are going to be on the main Just give it time, still a couple of days. Yeah, it's a two-hour pre-show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we don't... I'm hoping if there's any sort of live involvement on the pre-show, it'll be like a random, like, thrown-together traditional survival Dave, are you on the card? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yes, Drew, Drew Gulag will not be appearing at this Sunday's uh, oh, Survivor Series. He's cleaning his house. Yeah, he's he's, he's clean- ready to put through a table. He's cleaning the splinters from his arse as the Divas of Doom powerbomb him through the table. <laughs> so, Sarah, I'll come to you first with this one because you are a 205 Live fan. Mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali has been slowly building himself up as the best performer on that brand over the past year. Slowly but surely, is this the time he takes it, or is Buddy Murphy still regaining the title? I wouldn't say he's been slowly building himself up to be one of the best. He's always been up at the top of that roster. You just haven't actually seen it. But obviously, Buddy Murphy's only literally just become champion, and he's gone on such a good run since making his way up from NXT. And obviously, that is it's worked out so well. I don't think they gave him the title just for the cheap pop in Australia. Mm. He is actually a good wrestler, and obviously. He was the best kept secret because I didn't even realise he was that good, even back in NXT. He's now much greatly improved. So it'll be a good match, obviously, because it's not the first time they fought. Yeah, I remember. No, that was it. I was just saying it'll be a good match. Buddy all the way. (laughs) Yeah, I remember in NXT was calling himself best kept secret, and people were like, what are we talking about? And then he got drawn into the 205 Live tournament for WrestleMania, and everyone was sort of like, Really, this one of the jobbers for Blake Murphy, 
And like you said, he has shown how good he was. It was Alexa Bliss that actually tweeted, I think, after his first match, Secrets Out, I see. And he has improved incredibly. Well, the match that him and Mustafa Ali had on 205 mm-hmm. Live earlier this year is one of the best matches. One of the best I've ever seen. You will actually ever see. It's just so good. Murph- Buddy Murphy's recently, I think, been challenged by Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. which is a sign of how actually good he is if Kenny Omega's coming out and saying I want to fight Buddy Murphy it's just like well he must be doing something right but uh, when you say about Mustafa Ali he's kind of had that he's been kind of that nearly man for so long it used to be Cedric was that nearly man mm-hmm. and then he won and then Mustafa Ali took it from him but it's amazing the rise of Mustafa Ali because he got knocked out the first round of the Cruiserweight Classic mm-hmm. a lot you know? of the people that kept on were people that were knocked out in the first round yeah it was, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing I mean you talk about him and Murphy because Murphy I mean, it was Alexa Bliss that made them good. I mean, they were actually okay, like, to begin with, and then they just sort of faltered and faltered once they, like, I think it was when they started that feud with Enzo and Cass. Murphy's That's where it just went downhill. Murphy's Law is one of the best finishers. Oh, it really is. This is how bad Blake and Murphy were in NXT. This was during Samoa Joe's tear, where he was trying to get to Shinsuke to get his rematch for the title. And Blake and Murphy had a big blow-off match on NXT and the crowd were chanting for Joe because they knew Joe was coming. They were just going, Joe, Joe, Joe. They did not let up that entire match and when Joe came out and attacked these guys, they audibly cheered it. Like, kept shouting one more time for the Muscle Buster. <laughs> he'd do it to one, one more time, he'd do it to like, one more time. And that just, it, it does highlight the massive improvement as Sarah mentioned before of these guys. Yeah, I think Buddy Murphy most improved a superstar of anybody on the roster I'd say in terms of you know just sheer singles marathon runs and it's a shame that he's on 205 Live because I think if he was featured on the main roster I think he would mm. come across who? Buddy Murphy no he would get buried on the main roster oh probably actually yeah uh, but on the other side with Mustafa Ali again I think Stephen summed up he's always been the nearly man I think he's sort of in the position that Cedric was when he was chasing the cruiserweight title like last or last year's Rumble time, you know, when Enzo sort of got lost it or mm-hmm. stripped of it. Uh, I think Mustafa Ali sort of filled that void a bit. But you know what? The last match they had, you know, outstanding match. And also Mustafa's feud with Hideo Itami as well. I think that was a, a pretty solid feud. God, I forgot about Hideo Itami. I miss Hideo, Hideo my Itami. Only, my only concern with Buddy Murphy is I just hope that his title reign wasn't purely just for the cheap pop in Australia at Super Showdown because that match with Cedric was, was brilliant. You know, he made him look like a really really top big top guy in 205 live so i'm sort of i'm sort of split down the middle with this one i think are they gonna end buddy murphy's run so quickly just because it was just there for the sake of the cheap pop or will they solidify him as the best kept secret but then mustafa remains as a nearly man so i guess it's just i guess just take your pick really i think this will continue on towards the royal rumble I can see that happening, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't want Buddy Murphy's title to end so short. I, I wouldn't want him to just take it for the cheap pop. I would prefer mm-hmm. just to take it all the way till January. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm leaning towards more, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, took, if they only kept Buddy Murphy's title run just for the sake of the, the cheap Australia pop. I better fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I agree with Sarah here. I think his title is safe because I think the cheap Australia pop was the... You agree? I agree. Holy yeah. crap. I think the cheap Australia Suck pop... up. The floor's going to implode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's only because he knows he's made me mad, so he's just sucking up. No, I think the cheap Australia pop was the Iconics being Asuka. Sorry. Yay, Iconics! Poor Asuka. I don't Poor care. Asuka. Iconics won. 
Look what happened to them at Evolution. I know. Uh, yeah, shafted. See, see, we talked about this though. Would you rather just be a footnote in a battle royal? Or would you rather have five minutes of TV time and promo time and showing what you are? Because it, it was good. It was good booking. They are. It was good to boot it. It was great. Yeah, they, you look at them in NXT. They only ever won against the lower card people. When it was the upper card, when they thought they were too big for the boots, it was like to ask an Ember Moon that knocked them back down a peg. So oh, I think. <laughs> David Campbell is loving this section of the show. I'm not going to attempt the accent because I'll get ripped. Yeah, nobody asked you to. Iconic. Go on, do it. You've started. Right, go on, Dave. Go on. You can't tease us like that. Go on. G'day. Iconic. <laughs> yeah, told you. Told you. See? Anyway. I do apologise to all our Australian listeners. Yes. Neat sleep suplex retreat. Do not share the same view as David does. Of I believe you lot. You encourage me to do it. Don't lump that on us. You could have just said no. <laughs> Don't succumb to peer yeah, pressure. Yeah, just say no. Quacku, edit out us encouraging him, just so it looks like he's <laughs> David Hockney, massive racist. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cruiserweight title, I really don't have a clue because I really don't have time to watch too long. I'm still catching up in NXT for Christ's sake. I have four episodes of that to go before Saturday. And Jack, you want to be the dream team. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in it and I'm three months behind. Another shake, man. And that's why you haven't done it. How many times have you done it? I'm not in it. Yes, I know. It's a discrimination. (laughs) I say, me, Strack, James, and Quacko did perfectly fine by ourselves. No, it was. Check the chat. Check the chat. You'll see why he is. He couldn't make it, but. We all. Living picture of his father. It worked out so well. Look at it later. (laughs) Okay, right. (laughs) Sorry. I'm a bit. 205 one. Yeah, 205 Live, yeah. So, <laughs> who do we have winning Thank and why? Thank for micro-hosting. <laughs> who do we have winning and why, Sarah? Uh, Buddy Murphy, just because he is awesome. Uh, Buddy Murphy, to avoid it just being a, a cheap pop rain. Buddy Murphy. You trying not to giggle there? You've got like this. I have Buddy Murphy as well, just because I have not watched 205 Live in ages. I have no clue. Alan, you're much like me, you do not watch 205 Live. I haven't watched a long time, but... Why not? I'll just call Buddy Murphy. Just yeah. to, just to get rid of him. And yourself, Quacko? Because I love to paint Mustafa and we... Is that what your expert says? I don't know. I'm still waiting on their answer. I would actually laugh if your expert said completely different things. Expert. Remember you, did, <laughs> you thought Alexa Bliss was going to be Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. How did that turn out? You just get ripped. You're so lucky you're outside the room right now. I keep telling you. <laughs> Good thing Derek's not here right now. Right, what we're going to do, we're just going to get four tables, right? <laughs> and then we're just going to put Dave through each one using different moves. Yes. We, we'll, we'll draw lots to see who puts them through the first one. Or we could plug our Twitter account, which is at Suplex Retweet, where you can vote. How do we put Dave through a table? We're going to do all four, but whatever you vote is the most popular, <laughs> we will save as the main event. And then we'll video it. We will video every single one. Dave, if you agree to go through a table, we'll all donate £100 to charity. <laughs> I didn't agree to that. I'm not agreeing to it. I didn't agree to that. Well, speaking of charity, if I don't mind, can I have like 30 seconds? Uh, our hosts that do give us our text based radio, Cali, mm-hmm. are doing a 24 hour radio broadcast on Tuesday. Uh, they are raising money for Glasgow Children's Hospital Radio Lollipop. So check out radiocali.com for all details on that and get donated. Thank you very much. Very worthwhile cause if you could have, if everyone could donate what they can. Thank you very much. Put your money towards that charity there. Steven. No, no. There's also another. Once that charity appeal ends, because we're not dicks, we won't stand on our toes, we will start the Buy Dave multiple table funds. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's very table catchy. fund, Gotwood. 
Oh, God. Anyway, right, moving right, on. So, we have another. It's a 10 on 10 Survivor Series match. It's the Raw v SmackDown tag teams, and no wonder this is on the pre show. Good God. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Am I the only one that's actually quite ex- about excited for this? Yes. 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 I so think, who's on the Raw teams? <laughs> I think the Raw and the SmackDown teams. Look at who's party. Wait, are what? there a revival on there? This is the ultimate. Are there a revival on there? This is the match for Jobbers. This is the match for Jobbers. The revival are not Jobbers! I'm sorry. The Usos are on it. The Colons are, yes. The Usos are on it. Sanity. The Colons are on it. The Colons are on it. When were the Colons last on TV? I know. Last year. So, you picked one team that you don't like to your phone. Look at the Raw ones. Ascension. Revival. They're wasted. Oh! Oh, there will be no more micro-hosting. Right, Mr. McLeod is in now. You will all sit quietly until spoken to. Motherfuckers. Sorry, Spack. That's right, I thought you wanted a high-five. You got a high-five anyway. That's going to pick up on the recording, Ross. Well done. Yes, I I was deliberately yelling at all of you, right? You've really upset the EP now. I apologise to the EP, but they upset me first. Right, so anyway, Robbie Smackdown tag teams. I can see your point why you're excited about it, Kwaku. The Smackdown side of things, but... The raw side does look pretty piss poor. The simple fact we've had Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins as tag champs, we've had Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler as tag team champs. They are in the men's five on five. We've had the deleters of world. Matt's injured. Bray, we don't know where he is. So we've got. A, we talked about earlier the authors of pain coming out of nowhere. This is the team for Raw. We have Bobby Roode and Chad Gable who have spent the past few weeks getting beat off Connor on the Ascension. We have The Revival, Yay. who I, I love as much as Sarah, but they are they are being wasted at the moment. I think we're both agreeing on that. We have The B Team, which has kind of ran its course. B Team. B Team, go, go, go. We have Lucha House Party, who have been brought up for 205 Live. I, they oh, will, this match. They will be back on 205 Live in a few weeks. But they are exciting to watch. No, no, they are exciting to watch. And then The Ascension, who are just... See, when you actually look at the Ascension in NXT, this is when they had no tag teams. This was not a good time for NXT. So, I, they've never really been that good. And Does then, anyone else miss them when they were doing, you know, the fashion files? Oh, I lost yes. them in that. They were brilliant. Well, uh, we can't even have the fashion police in this because Fandango's injured. Miss <laughs> you, Fandango. Although, obviously, on the SmackDown side, Quacker, you mentioned you're excited. The Usos, the New Day, Sanity, the club who, much like... Uh, revival deserves so much better, and the Colognes. I honestly thought Ethical had left because Primo has had time on TV over the past couple of weeks in certain jobber matches. But Ethical has been nowhere to be seen. He's not been in his corner, so I don't know. if I've got a feeling he won't get in the match. He'll either take the pinfall or not get in the match. Aye. So, Stephen, you're not exactly looking forward to this match. Nope. Would you like to <laughs> expand or nope? Nope. Alright, Dave, you can always count on you to expand a conversation. I'll do my best, but honestly I couldn't care less about this match. I mean I mean I just don't get the team of Rude and Gable. I mean Bobby Rude deserves much better. Nope, never mind Uso's New Day, Sanity, the club, that these kinds of teams, you know, I think SmackDown overall definitely looks better, but obviously with the addition of the colognes it kinda of just like it lowers the tone a bit of it. Yeah, I think that the Bludgeon Brothers would have been in there. Yeah, but obviously the Smackdown mm. tag team division hasn't exactly been up to par is it one of the Bludgeon Brothers um, both of them injured are injured as well yeah, that, are they both injured now yeah I knew yeah. Eric Rowan was injured now yeah Harper's had a picture of him recently and his arm was in a cast 
I know they did obviously the Team Hell No reunion, so yet more SmackDown tag teams didn't get on TV because of another thrown together tag team. See, that's the thing, it just goes to show there's actually a lot of good tag teams on SmackDown, but they're being wasted on the pre-show, whereas Raw's tag team division just looks absolutely rotten. Like, I think Raw's tag team division, like we mentioned, the past three champs have been thrown together teams. Yeah, I mean, the B team beating the Revival, I mean, actually, no, Lucha House Party beating the Revival, I mean, <laughs> what has happened to the Revival? Seriously, these guys are Let's just not talk about that, please. Best, best NXT tag team like ever, arguably. No, no, arguably. I think Revival should change their name to Permanently Beat. Call them the Burial now. That's what they should be. So, Alan, you said you think Bobby Roode deserves much better. Oh, God, I. Bobby, he was one of the top guys in TNA. Massive ride in NXT. You thought, right, he's going to take a wee bit of build up in the main roster. I mean, but I thought they had a pretty good run in SmackDown. And he's keeping me raw, and he's now became a jobber. And the whole idea was Triple H was right behind him. He's seen him as one of the top guys who's going to make him one of the top heels in the company. And that's just been garbage. And it's a job. I said it was a jobber match, but it's a shame because I'm not a fan of tag team wrestling, as I've openly said before. But when you look at the quality of tag teams that actually are in this match and they're being wasted, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I think it has been a very thrown together team. If you were going to move Chad Gable to Raw, you should have just take I, just don't, I just don't get Chad Gable at all. I think, I think he's amazing and with Sarah's yeah, petted lip here, I think she disagrees with you as well. Sarah, would you like to defend Chad Gable? Well, it's not just defending Chad Gable because he's quite entertaining, but I've actually been thoroughly enjoying Gable and Rude together. Like, see, when I was watching Raw, their <coughs> their finisher from the top turnbuckle looked amazing. And it, it, it was just something that was just like, oh, you bastard, because see, with like new tag teams, obviously, they'll have like that... I actually can't stand this like this this uh, tag um, double team moves. Obviously, like they hit the hands together mm. and fall down. I was like, that's fucking shit. Do something better, pal. I mean, obviously, like obviously, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up now before I start burying other teams. But you know who they actually remind me of? Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. It's just two oh, random guys who are just thrown together for God knows what reason, and they just don't seem to click that well. I mean, that's the way I see it. If like, only one half of the thrown together team of Jason Jordan, Seth Rollins, and one half of the thrown together team of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Bring back yeah, American Alpha. Where I the hell is American Alpha? Jason Jordan's still in. Yeah, poor, poor Jason Jordan. But Apparently yeah, it's, it's like, not. Apparently he's ready to come back. They're just haltering off, yeah, off Kurt, the TV. Kurt Angle posted something on the on his Instagram saying, my son will wrestle again. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, they're it's keeping like him both, off the TV for a reason. Both members of American Alpha got given random partners for, well, Chad was no storyline behind it. Jordan, there was supposed to be a storyline behind it, but then after Ambrose's injury, that's kind of how that happened. Jordan's was, uh, sorry, Chad's was typical WWE racism. It was like, you've lost a black man. Here's another black man. And it was just sort they they, they basically openly said it. Uh, that's what he was. He watched the promo partner, when yeah. Shelton Benjamin gets revealed. He's like, yeah, I've got experience with people like you before. You're like... People like you. Yeah, and, and then he goes, collegiate athletes, and you're like... That's not what the writers meant when they wrote that. That is not what they meant. <laughs> so, Sarah, I think you had something you wanted to say, did though? I have no idea, but Chad Gable is actually really entertaining, and I actually like him. I don't think he's great. I'm thinking that they're probably holding off Jason Jordan coming back, so they can probably reunite American Alpha on Raw. Obviously, you have Bobby Roode turn heel. Jason Jordan will come in for the save. Boom. There's, there's, there's your match. Fair enough. So, just a quick round the panel from Alan to round to Kwaku again. Uh, Alan, who have you got winning? Ross Smackdown Mac- today, it's three apiece. Team Smackdown. Smackdown for three apiece. Smackdown. 
Smackdown. See, I actually have Robin in this one because I think their team here more. What thought? kind of paint thinner are you stiffing? <laughs> Not as thin as your hair. Touche. Oh, there you go. Anyway, our main event, which will more than likely be our main event, is Team Raw versus Team Smackdown. It is Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, who should have been in this tag team section, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> With Baron Corbin and Leo Rush in the corner. Captain Corbin. We now have full Captain Miz, the best in the world Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and last minute replacement Jeff Hardy. So, open the floor up. This is the Shane McMahon best in the world storyline. Will this continue in this match? Alan, you look so defeated though. Big mistake, it's just getting bigger. And I think Shane's gonna be the one that's involved in the fall in this, whether he is, Actually, the one that take, takes it forward, he's the one that gets the pin. Um, I think he's going to be involved in it. But I think what they're going to probably do is just go with the big muscle and just go with Raw on this. And I expect Raw to win 4 3 tonight. Fair enough. Um, so, Sarah, Shane McMahon, best in the world. Was it something you enjoyed? What the fuck <laughs> happened that night? <laughs> I mean, no! <clears throat> I mean, I can see why they brought him in to obviously do like defend the honor of SmackDown. It's like obviously oh, only someone from SmackDown, but <laughs> why the fuck am I? It's like oh, I'm gonna win this. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna defend this. Have him fucking lose then. Yeah. But but would you rather? Would you, I, think, I would rather Dolph Ziggler be best in the world. I think our panel is James Murphy, who you can hear on the NXT Dream Team preview show. No Pat McAfee guaranteed. <laughs> I think he would have exploded had Dolph Ziggler became best in the world. So well, I, think, I think for for the content that our NXT Dream Team put out there, it's probably best Shane McMahon won best in the well, world. Well, with all fairness, no, I no, would not disagree. I would have been happy if uh, Drew had done like a wee turn on Dolph. And entered himself into the match and have Drew McIntyre as the best in the world. See, I originally thought this because I was watching it with my brother Scott and he said, a tweet went out, it was the people that broke the end, uh, Enzo News story, the Neville Walking Out story and Shawn Michaels uh, coming out of retirement story and they said, they just sent out a tweet saying, what if the best in the world is someone who's not in the tournament and we're sitting there going, it's Drew, it's Drew and then Drew get injected for ringside and I'm like, oh God, it's got to be Corbin because... That would have fitted Corbin because he's such a dick, <laughs> and he he would have loved he would have relished the booze, and it was just like Shane McMahon walks in and you're like, what the fuck is this whole shit, Stephen? I think you summed that up quite nicely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Shane still in the match? Yeah, he's yes. still in the match. Uh, I really hope he gets pulled because I am fed up of Shane McMahon and that woman vest that makes him look a bit like Dean Ambrose <laughs> with more grey hair. <laughs> See, this is why I think they might, like, again, use a call-up from NXT. Maybe. AJ Styles is about, though. Uh, AJ Styles is still kicking about, but, like, see a one-off bringing Alistair Black or the loser at the Johnny Gargano Black match. Wouldn't say no to that. Honestly. I think, I've just, I think I've just made Ross, like, water in his mouth at the thought that Alistair Black no, and Team I, Blue. No, I think that's a silly idea when you have the best wrestler in the world. That's Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon can go and <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> David. The World Cup tournament was a fucking piss take and a half. Oh, yes. Like, I, I was least thing I was, well, I wasn't expecting a Ziggler Miz final because that's TLV heel, but for Shane McMahon to come in there 
I'd take no, the title. No, no, no. You don't always have to have a heel versus face match anymore. It could be face versus face and heel versus heel. I know. Okay. Point don't hold back, Dave. Tell everyone your real feelings. Shane McMahon, best in the world. <sighs> uh, correction. He's a third of the best in the world. That's correct. Two thirds is best. Okay, but for stats, man. <laughs> Will you let the guy speak? Jesus. No. Dude, please voice of the voiceless, I can't get a word in. Um, <laughs> ugh, it's it's all about Shane now, isn't it? You know, he has to get involved in all the big matches, World Cup final. I don't know if that was just a, a piss take because they're in Saudi Arabia or whatever, but um but now that he's in the Survivor Series match, I think he's taken away from a lot of other competitors, you know. I mean, why is Randy Orton not in it, for example? Well, see, the reason they got put in, it was the Miz taking the actual cunt out of him. That's what was happening. It's like, well, guess what? You're the best in the world. Why don't you come on our team? God, I don't think I've ever had the C word used on the show. I would have, yeah. Yes, Alan's used it. Oh, thank God. Wait, <laughs> back down show when you when Ross say you look like Peter Griffin's lesbian sister. That episode and more, you can listen to it in our back catalogue. Anyway, before we we get caught up in past shows of people calling people bastards and you know what, (laughs) there is plenty of that, as Dave mentioned, on our back catalogue. Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Android podcasting sites, Suplex Retweet. We're there. (laughs) So, So, the Shane McMahon, obviously, we've ranted about that. Baron Corbin is team captain for Raw, and he's made Braun Strowman, who he turned on, be on the same team as him. Is Braun Strowman breaking the chains and costing Raw this match, Stephen? Yes. 100%. Braun's just going to become unhinged. It's going to be great. I think it's going to get to the point because Corbin's actually not even... Uh, is Corbin actually in the match? No, no he's, no, no, he's it, just captain, yeah. I think Braun will just probably go, okay, what sack this match? I'm chasing you. And he'll just chase him at the arena. Goes like, He's like probably like maybe sniffing his ear going, do that, do that, do that. Mm-hmm. And Braun's going to snap. He's going to just jump down off the apron and start chasing Corbin out of the arena. Yeah, I think you could maybe see uh, like Corbin, eh, sorry, Braun hitting a finisher on someone who would kick out, like a Rey Mysterio, who would like never give up, and Baron on the apron just absolutely hassling him. That's not good enough. Yeah, not good enough. Do it again. Do it. You do as I tell you. I think they should do the, the tried and true slap. Because that always gets, it's the, oh, and it's the slow turnaround as the heel <laughs> realises what they've done wrong as Braun chases someone to the back. I think that's the only way they could eliminate Braun from this match. Like, because remember in 2016 he was counted out because James Ellsworth held him outside the ring. Ah, uh, James and Ellsworth. And last year he survived, but which was fine. I think this year as well, it'll be something similar. Like he won't get, he'll either get eliminated by DQ or count out, but I think Team Raw could still win with the help maybe of, they'll probably put Drew over, I'd say. I think Drew has a the chance of having a really good showing in this match. I think... Balor, I think he's... I mean, as much as I like to see Balor in these matches, it shows him that he's a bit more of a high-profile mm-hmm. person on Raw. I think I think he, he's just a place filler, I think. Lashley, I'm not even sure, because they just need the Leo Rush. Can somebody kill Leo Rush, actually? Yeah, Leo Rush is the most... See, something I wanted to see earlier was... <gasps> Baron... No, instead of Baron Corbin. Yeah, he's... No, he's going to go snap Leo Rush instead. He's going, this is what happens. There you go. <laughs> Leo Ross takes bumps like a motherfucker, Don't by the way. It's care. unbelievable. See, something I wanted to see earlier in the tag, the tag team v tag team match was Big Show chasing Drake Maverick about. I want him to throw him Rey Mysterio style into the crowd. I think that would be hilarious. That's why I think the bar's going to win. I think Big Show just overall has the, the, the bigger third-person advantage, literally and metaphorically. But you mentioned Drew McIntyre. Alan, is this going to be Drew McIntyre's breakout moment? No. 
you not think? No, I think they'll do it on a raw right before TLC. I, I just don't. I don't see it. I think no, you're all saying you seem to think you know Corbin's going to do something. No, you know what? I disagree with you, Alan. Let him finish. It's going to wind up. Storm. I think what's potentially going to happen. I'm just kind of looking at the thing here. I reckon Storm's going to get to the point like he could potentially stop Raw losing the match, and he'll still be in, and he'll just see. I don't know. For example, just picking here, Miz pinning Lashley, and think, ah, screw it, I've had enough, and take then go after him. I think he'll do something like I don't think Corbin's going to physically alter alter the match. David? Uh, I can actually see Drew McIntyre being the sole survivor in this match. Sarah, what are your thoughts on Drew in this match as a breakout moment? I actually think it might be. I mean, he's already broken out as far as obviously breakouts are concerned. Mm -hmm. But obviously he's still kind of tied to Dolph at the moment. So I don't know if it'll be a case of breaking away from Dolph and then breaking out because there's unfinished business with Finn Balor right now. And obviously Finn's on the exact same team as him, much to Drew's dismay. Um, so I think it could be. He does deserve it. And out of like looking at like that entire team, the one you focus on is Drew. Like In my case, I would focus on Finn as well because obviously just because I love him. <laughs> but obviously when looking at Drew, he is what you would deem or in their eyes, an actual superstar. Like, Dolph just sort of looks like he's there. Leo, I hoped, I wish he was not there. And Lashley, obviously, if you drew on some high person, maybe. Like, you just, just... That's not his fault, though. Well, just draw some on, it might be okay. But, um, no, I, I, did, I do think it will. And I agree with Dave that I do think that Drew may be the sole survivor in all this. Um, but obviously, it'll be something to do with him and Finn. Him, Finn and Dolph, there's some, something will happen in this match with them because they're still unfinished business. I can see Dolph getting eliminated first. Easily, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's one of these guys that can always... He sells beautifully. He always looks as if he can shot out a cannon. Although Finn could get eliminated first as well, maybe. Fucking see, I kind of look at it. I don't know who will get eliminated first, but I think Ziggler's going to cost McIntyre in the match. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't think this is going to be the breakout moment. McIntyre will get eliminated. And this will be the reason why Magna gets the push because he's going to turn on Ziggler and he's just going to annihilate him. See, I can see that's the, what I think. I can see the entire team rock imploding. I can see Leo Rush annoying Finn Balor as much as enough mm-hmm. so that he'll so that he'll take him out and then Lashley and him will end up fighting. I think, like you said, Drew and Dolph could cost each other, and I've got a feeling Baron Corbin and I think Baron Corbin's just going to cost a lot. Yeah, of Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman will not get along because Baron will be the typical. Do as I say, do as I say. It's like Miz Mizdow eventually got to the point where Mizdow snapped, mm-hmm. although that storyline went nowhere. So we're just going to wrap it up here. Uh, do we have Team Raw or Team SmackDown winning it? Uh, Sarah, I'll start with you. Uh, team, I would actually, see when we've, because we've talked about it, I, I actually think Team SmackDown might take it, just right. because they're not in, like, but it's only because they've already imploded. And they've got nothing left to lose, whereas Raw has yet to implode. Any soul survivors? Well, we'll see. Obviously, I do want Drew to be it, but obviously, I would probably say for Raw, it'll come down to last, it'll be Drew and probably Miz. But I think Miz might end. If, if SmackDown do win this, Miz is a soul survivor. If Raw win, Drew is a soul survivor. Steven, who have you got winning and who have you got, if any, survivors? Oh, it's a tough. I'll probably go with Raw. Mm-hmm. And I could see both Drew and Dolph being soul survivors, finding a way to get the, the one up each other. Mm. I could see that happen. Fair enough, Dave. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Raw on this, and I'll stick to my initial prediction. Drew McIntyre is the sole survivor. Alan? I hate to say it's Raw, my heart says SmackDown. And, and I think I think the last two is going to be between Ziggler and Miz. We're going to kind of get to see what we should have got in the World Cup final. And quicker than any SmackDown for the win? Survivors, I don't know. Shino Mac, the best in the world. I'll consult my expert. See, I have. Where do find the new expert? Uh, you'll find out in due course. In fact, should I reveal it here? You might as well, <laughs> because it's Saturday this first week. Should I reveal so... my expert right here, right now? Do it. Friday when the okay. show So I went outside the box, quite literally. My new expert comes from Holland. His name is oh, Tom. Tom! You said that he was going to do your fear and loathing one, though. Ah, but I decided to. Break the glass and push oh, the you're gonna, No, Tom, Tom, listen to me. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't he, do it. Tom. He is my new expert and I am oh. so confident in oh, Tom's sweetheart. ability. Obviously, if he doesn't want it for me, then you'll go to the chopping block. But oh, well, at least he can go back to Holland and hide. Yeah, yeah Tom, uh, if you want to know how the past experts of Quacker feel, oh, please dear. consult Victoria and Grant. They will and don't call her Victoria, Christ. All right, thank you. No, they, uh, and Nathan Fisher and, and Quacko's nephew Quacko's nephew oh and Willie Hill as well and Willie Hill yes yeah. poor, poor uh, Willie Hill uh, I mean it's just a case of don't bother coming on the flight that's all I'll say but if you win then the, the party's going to be full full oh, don't worry because when we go to Amsterdam you can screw them back that's certainly a tourist you can see that anyway you want mate <laughs> certainly a tourist advert I don't want to watch anyway I have Team Smackdown winning and I've got a feeling it will be Shane McMahon and Rey Mysterio as the sole survivors because Shane McMahon is the best wrestler in the history of the world he can go and suck himself <laughs> apparently Lanny Poffio can do that but that's your <laughs> that's your fun wrestling fact for the week <laughs> And on that bombshell. And on that bombshell, uh, we are going to wrap things up. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you could follow us and join in the conversation on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, Suplex Retweet on all of them. Wherever you've listened to us, hit the subscribe button to catch our future shows, interview topical debates. You know, five stars if you please. I mean, if you're going to give four, why not just give five? Anything less, piss off. <laughs> uh, make sure you listen to our NXT TakeOver War Games 2 preview with Kwaku and his dream team. That is the first part of our Survivor Series Week special, and once again, we have a no Pat McAfee guarantee. <laughs> our next interviews with Dickie Divers, Sarah, Sarah did that earlier on today, that will be coming your way in the following weeks. And next week, Alan is excited as I am, because we are getting to do a show on peak rock, 1998 rock, when he won the world title at Survivor Series, up until 2002's match with Hulk Hogan. It's the first, first of four specials we're going to be doing on the rock. You may not make it free now after this. <laughs> they, they go down every time I insult Stephen. So all that remains is to thank my guest, Stephen Wilson. Thank you, you ball bag. <laughs> Sarah Green. Ah, you fucking dick. <laughs> David you Thomas Bear. Thank you. I like you. Thank you. Uh, Alan. Thanks. Pleasure was yours. <laughs> Certainly was. Quacky Raji. Yeah, I'm glad this is over. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> so, so are we all, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget, back catalogue, suplex retweet, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Ross is a ball bag. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of dick tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions. Get on it right now! 
Sports Social Podcast Network.